0: the day, everyone. There seems to be a controversy over whether Advent is a season of joyful expectation or a season of penance. Well, is Advent supposed to be penitential? Well, let's think about this. No one is arguing that Advent should be as penitential as Lent because obviously Lent is supposed to be the penitential season, right? But during the season of Advent, we prepare for the coming of our Lord. And that preparation does have a penitential aspect to it. I believe that Advent is both penitential and joyful. And this is why I called this video 10 Ways to Have an Advent of Joyful Penance. How can something be both joyful and penitential? Well, first, let's look at why Advent is indeed penitential, no matter what anyone tells you. In the reign of Innocent Third. The vestments of Advent were all black. And not long after his reign, pictures and statues were all covered. There was no organ. Flowers were banned from the churches, just as during Lent. Advent was designed to remind us of the need to repent in preparation for a holy season. When we look at the liturgy, when we look at the liturgy, it's obvious that Advent is penitential. Notice when a priest hears confession during Advent, he wears the purple stole. And we know purple is a color penance. Purple is also used during Lent. The Gloria is omitted on Sundays, just like during Lent. Even today, flowers are removed, especially in the traditional Latin Mass. And of course, the organ is silent. One objection is but Advent is not included in the list of penitential seasons. This is true. In fact, Canon 1250 says, the penitential days and times in the universal church are every Friday of the whole year and the season of Lent. An editor in the New Liturgical Movement says, the church's traditions are not comprehensively determined by or summed up in any code of canon law, nor in any missal or other liturgical book. There are other things that we do That may not be in canon law. But if we look at the history of the church, we know that Advent was seen as penitential as well as joyful. Let's talk common sense. Doesn't it make sense that when we have such a great feast on the horizon, the nativity of the Lord, should we not be preparing for it? Preparation is full of rigorous and joyful penance. Let me give you an example. When you're packing for an exciting vacation, do you enjoy packing? I'm sure there are some people who enjoy packing, but I'd say most people do not enjoy packing. Do you enjoy doing the laundry so that you'll have clean clothes for the vacation? You probably don't. So it's somewhat penitential. However, you're still excited and filled with joy because soon you will be on vacation It's the same thing for Advent. So are you ready for a rigorous penitential Advent? Let's go. I'm going to give you 10 ways that you can have an Advent of joyful penance. Number one, attend Ororate Cheli Mass. Ororate Mass, sometimes called Ororate Cheli Mass, is a traditional votive mass in honor of the Blessed Virgin, and it takes place in Advent. The important thing to know is that usually it takes place in the wee, wee hours of the morning. I went to a Rata Chili Mass. I believe it was like at 5.30 or 6. It was dark. So it usually takes place in the dark. All the lights are off except for certain candles. It's beautiful. But it is penitential. Number two, set your alarm to ring 15 to 30 minutes early. And for those who are not morning people... This is truly penitential, like myself. I don't like to get up early. So for me, that would be penitential. Now, if you're a morning person, it probably won't be that penitential for you. Skip to the next option. Number three, attend daily mass, especially if you are not in the habit of doing so. Now, I know that not everyone can attend daily mass. But if you can, try to. Even if it means one or two extra Masses a week, that is penitential because you have to find the time to do it, time you might not have. See if you can do one to two daily Masses in the Advent season. Number four, read a book on the four last things. I recommend The Four Last Things, Death, Judgment, Hell, Heaven by Father Martin Von Kochum, OSF. I will link to it in the article. Number five, turn off your TV or limit your video streaming. You don't have to turn it off for the whole season unless you want to, of course. But you can at least try to limit your viewing. I'm someone that likes to binge watch series. So I'll find a wonderful series. I'll research, you know, good series. I'm into those apocalyptic end of the world type of series. And I always look for one. When I finish with one, I look for another and then I just binge watch. Like every night I'm watching one, two, three episodes. Cut that out during Advent. If you watch maybe five episodes, watch one or watch none. And the reason that I put your video streaming, because some people, especially younger people, when you say turn off the TV, they say, I don't watch TV, but you know that you stream. I don't watch TV either, but I stream a lot. So limit that. Number six, do a corporal work of mercy. Consider volunteering at a food pantry or just putting some money in the poor box. Think of a way that you can help someone, maybe even doing them a favor. You could even babysit for someone. Do a corporal work of mercy. Number seven, reach out to someone who might be lonely. How about that elderly neighbor of yours who only gets visited by her children? If you're the kind that makes pie, why don't you bring her a slice of pie? If she's Catholic, offer to take her to Mass. Let me tell you a story I recently read. There was a woman, she's 37, and she lives in Missouri. And she came home and she found a handwritten letter at her door. How strange. The author ended up being her 90-year-old neighbor, Wanda. She never met her. The letter included a plea for friendship of any kind. So the elderly woman, Wanda, just wrote a few short lines. This is what she said. mark? Would you consider to become my friend? I'm 90 years old, live alone, and all my friends have passed away. I am so lonesome and scared. Please, I pray for someone. When 37-year-old Marlene read the letter, tears streamed down her face because she remembered her own deceased grandmother. And so she went to visit Wanda and they started a wonderful friendship. So you never know who's lonely. Reach out to someone who might be lonely. Number eight, be silent. Remain silent when your spouse does something that annoys you. If someone starts to gossip, don't fall into that. Remain silent. Remove yourself from the situation so that you don't start gossiping. Learn to be silent. Our Lord is found in the silence. Number nine. Spend half an hour in meditation. St. Bonaventure says, mental prayer is, as it were, a mirror in which we see all the stains of the soul. Spend half an hour meditation a day. You might have to get up early to do it. So maybe when you set the alarm 15 to 30 minutes earlier, you can just go and meditate. Number 10, eat more simply. Don't eat fancy food during the Advent season. Maybe eat that sandwich without mayo. Drink water instead of soda. So I gave you 10 suggestions for having an advent of joyful penance. And I'm sure since you know your life, you know what you find penitential, you can come up with 10 more. Here's your homework. I made it easy for you today. Pick one of the items that I listed, put into practice, and comment on how it worked out for you. Today's quote is from a section of Divine Intimacy called "The Word Was Made Flesh." O Eternal Word, my Savior, grant that I may never place any obstacle to Your work. Grant that my soul may always be ready to receive Your infinitely merciful love, so that You may be able to wholly accomplish in me Your work as Savior and sanctify her. God bless.